Hello and welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer and I appreciate you listening today. Uh, Yesterday was episode 50 of The Countdown. I love you guys. I didn't mention that yesterday. I didn't realize till after. But guys, 50 episodes of The Countdown. Uh, it's been a pleasure following my dreams. Doing my what I love most and that is talking about sports. Uh, Game last night was amazing. I watched from uh, the opening kick. To the final field goal. I watched it all. And it was a great opening game. Uh, as of right now. That game will set the standard. For how good games are. This season in the NFL. Without a question. Uh, you couldn't ask for a better opener. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are the defending champions. And you got the, and you got the Dallas Cowboys. Have maybe the most questions. Around them. Uh maybe the most polarizing team in the NFL and just came through and almost won the game. Did what I'll talk about it more, but let's hop into it. That is actually the first topic. It is the countdown. I appreciate you listening. Dak Prescott had one for the ages. Dak Prescott threw for 403 yards and three touchdowns, uh, 42 of 58. Tom Brady threw for 379 yards and four touchdowns. I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers first. The Buccaneers did what they did best. The Buccaneers won a football game late. Uh, the Cowboys, I'm going I'm to I'm skip over to them for a minute. The, Cowboy, the Cowboys still have a lot of things to work on, especially on the defensive side of things. They played great last night, but uh, whoever got the ball last was going to win that game. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, you know, amazing. The Bucs continue to do what they did best. I think I think the Dallas Cowboys last night played as well as they will all season. I it's hard to figure out what they did. I, I watched film on film. I mean, the Cowboys took the shootout route. You remember yesterday on the count that I said there is two ways to beat the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's either beat up Tom Brady or win in a shootout. That defensive line. Gave Tom Brady hardly nothing, in my opinion. But one thing is for certain. Cowboys gave him a shootout. Led by Dak freaking Prescott. Uh, The Cowboys' biggest issue was the red zone. I mean, listen, Dak Prescott may have had three touchdowns and they may have scored 29 points. Greg Zerline kicked the ball six times. Six times. You got to score. If you score one more touchdown, I mean, yes, Greg Zerline went four of six, three of five, I think. Needed to kick, needed to make those, needed to make those. But if you would have just scored the touchdown, you wouldn't have had to rely it in an old kicker's hands, old kicker's feet, leg, if you want to say that. Um, Dak's issues of throwing the ball really hasn't stopped. Uh, on the final drive when they got that field goal, it was third and 16. He flipped it like seven yards. Uh, I mean, that was good for a field goal range. Uh, knowing the, the performance that Zerline had last night leading up to that final kick that he had. I mean, if it wasn't for that flip, probably wouldn't have made it. That would have been like 10 yards farther. But it's third and 16. A touchdown maybe wins you the game. Maybe. It just... Dak... Last night that was you know kind of okay, but 
but he's got to stop that. He's got to throw the ball uh, to try and get more first downs. Uh, the Cowboys' biggest offensive issue was Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott has to step it up. I know the Buccaneers' defense is the best defense in the NFL. But you are supposed to be one of the best running backs in the NFL. That is no excuse. 11 carries on 33 yards. You know what that is? Three yards a carry. Second and seven. Third and four. four and fourth and one. If you went four yards and gave it to him every time, on average, you barely make it when you go for it. If you give him the ball every time. On a four down possession. <sighs> yeah. The biggest issue with Zeke, though, is that due to his struggles, Dak Prescott had to throw the ball 58 times. A. Dak. Dallas. That's how you get your MVP candidate injured again. Letting him throw the ball 58 times in a game. Ezekiel Elliott got handed the ball 11 times. But Zeke needs to step it up to the point where Dak Prescott won't have to do that. Yeah, remember when Zeke was like arguably the best running back in the NFL? He's getting like 20 carries a game. 19, 25 carries a game. He got 11 last night. Uh, here's the thing about the Cowboys. I know I said I was going to go. I said no. I said I was. Gonna, I was going to go to Tampa Bay first. Here's the thing about the. Te- here's the thing about the uh, Cowboys. This is how. And how they will continue to play this season. The Cowboys are the type of team to play from behind. To stay in the game and then strike in the end. That's what they did last night. 7-7, 14-7. Was down by like, what what was it? 5 at the half. They play from behind. Their offense kind of has to grind itself. To stay in those games and then strike late. They did strike late just a little bit early. Uh, As crazy as it sounds, that C.D. Lamb run, that pass, and then he got like a bunch of yards after it. Worst thing that could have happened. I don't see that when you play against Tom Brady, I don't I don't see the deal. Or any quarterback that's elite, really. Slow it down. You don't need a touchdown the first two minutes. I mean, if you got 20 yards ahead of you, take like 10, 15. Like, don't, I mean, that sounds crazy because, like, you know, open field, you get more yards. But given if you gave Tom Brady. I'm going to be honest, if you gave him 40 seconds with a touchdown, he'd probably beat you if he only needed a field goal. His team would probably win. Patriots or Buccaneers. This case, Buccaneers. Uh, I hate to say it, man. I hate to say it. Greg Zerline did cost the Cowboys the game. Zeke may have played bad. He may have got three, three, uh, three yards of carry. Uh, the defense may have struggled. All that... I would not be talking about it. I, mean, I would. I would. But. It would not be a big deal. If Gregor Sterling would have made. Guess what? Guess what? One more field goal. One more field goal. There is a decent chance that I may not be talking about it. On this show. About all that stuff I just mentioned. The fact of the matter is he went 3 or 5. The Cowboys would have been up late. In the ball game, if two of those went in, or even one of those kicks went in, uh, yes, he is clutch. He is clutch. He's clutch. 
Season opener, your kicker missed a field goal. Two of them. Also missed an extra point. He would have added on even more. Let's see, they were up, what, 29 to 28? Two field goals, that's 32-28, 35-28, If Greg Zerlon makes his two field goals that he missed and the extra point. Eight-point game. Worst-case scenario is overtime. So, therefore, Greg Zerlon did indeed cost the Cowboys the game. And, not trying to hate Greg Zerlon, I am a fan of Greg Zerlon. He came out and accepted the fate and accepted the fact and admitted that he is the reason that the Cowboys lost last night. Uh, class act, man. Love Greg Zerline. Uh He did make three kicks, though, including that 57-yarder that a lot of people did not expect him to make. So, uh, I mean, not like the worst performance ever, but uh, definitely, if you don't step it up within the, within the next couple of weeks, next few weeks, he's no doubt going to be gone. Against the Cowboys team, who's trying to beat out Washington for the division. Um, but Amari Cooper played good with 13 receptions and two touchdowns, 139 yards. Buccaneers win, and let's talk about the Buccaneers. I know I said I was going to go to Tampa Bay, but all my notes were like honestly about the Cowboys because we already know what Tampa Bay can do. They won the Super Bowl last season, but Antonio Brown. He looks to be back, man. And I know that sounds crazy, but, man, he looks to be back as a top receiver. Um, I mean, the fact of the matter is, 121 yards, five receptions. That's what top wide receivers in the league do. That is what top-level wide receivers do. Um, Chris Godwin, 105 yards, nine receptions. He was open more than anybody. He had a night. Uh, He had some struggles. He dropped a pass or two. That fumble at the end was horrendous. But, I mean, overall, not not necessarily a bad game. We got a touchdown, too. Gronk, 90 yards, eight receptions, two touchdowns, and no rushing touchdowns. It was all Tom Brady. All Tom Brady and the receiving core last night. But, yeah, Tampa Bay wins. Uh, Super Bowl hangover? For the defense? Yes. Yes, somewhat. Somewhat, yes. Offense? Don't ever doubt Tom Brady. Come on. He's won seven of these puppies. He has won seven Super Bowls. He knows how to handle him and his supporting cast and his team off of a Super Bowl win. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, let's move on. Okay, I have an opinion change, okay? The Big 12 today in college football gave BYU, Birmingham, Young University, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, University of Central Florida, the OK. To uh, I guess to kind of like join the conference. You know what? I think I'm okay with it. Let's look at a couple of these teams: Houston and uh, BYU. Uh, very questionable, in my opinion. Very questionable football programs. UCF, Cincinnati. UCF went 12 and 0 the other season. Didn't make the playoffs. Cincinnati, 12 team format. They probably will make the playoffs. But who do they play? Who do they play? College football, the formatting, the playoff format, the ranking, uh, the committee. Um, I've always thought it was kind of corrupt, and I still not very. I'm still not. I'm still not completely satisfied with the way it is. I am okay with Cincinnati or UCF or uh, 
you know, like, bot, I'm okay with bottom teams who are really good but in bad conferences coming. Now, college basketball, you can be in the American Conference, go undefeated. You have a chance in the you have a chance in the NCAA tournament to prove yourself. College football, you got to be like you got to be ranked top twelve, or you don't even matter. I think bowl games are stupid, to be honest with you. So I'm okay with that. Now, do I think Texas and Oklahoma should be able to come to the SEC? No. Why? They have competition. They have competition. UCF and Cincinnati does not have competition. That's my opinion on that. I think bottom teams or top teams that are in bad conferences can come over to big conferences and play. Last but not least, a little bit short, a little a little bit, not bad. Uh, I was going to do my top 10 NFL offenses, but that's going to be on. Let's do it on Monday, okay? Let's do that on Monday. On Monday. And that will be after uh, Sunday, which will be just right after the um the first NFL Sunday. However, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to base a whole lot of it off week one, unless I see like, let's uh, say, say I have the Ravens at number five and they have, and they lose like 36 to nothing. That, you know, that, that may drop them down. But other than that, I'm going to rank who I truly think is the top 10 offense. Uh, let's go. Top hot, my college football hot five for week two of the college football season. Ohio State beats Oregon. Uh, you can make an argument that this is the most. Hyped, and uh, you can make an argument this is the most hyped uh, game of the week. You got Oregon, who struggled last week. Kevion Thibodeau sprained ankle. However, they are ranked uh, number 12. Ohio State is ranked number 3. <laughs> However, I see Ohio State blowing them off the road. I like I like the way C.J. Stroud played against Minnesota. Four touchdowns uh, last week. I mean, I, I, I don't see Oregon doing a whole lot against Ohio State. It's... Uh, one comparison, Alabama and Miami. Now, what I think is the game of the week. Let's go Iowa State and Iowa. This was not even close to my game of the week a week ago. But Iowa rocked Indiana's socks off. I mean, blew them out of the road. Indiana was definitely a polarizing team to begin with. However, they were ranked above Iowa. So Iowa definitely showed a lot of improvement, a lot of tenacity against Indiana. And you got Iowa State, who did struggle last week, but I don't see that lasting. Brees Hall, great quarterback, great defense. And yes, I see Iowa State beating Iowa 31-21. We'll go by 10 points because I think Iowa can play, man. Right now, they'd be in the they'd be in the, the uh, playoff. That Iowa State's number 9, Iowa's number 10. Let that sink in. Uh, I got North Carolina, North Carolina against Georgia State. Now Georgia State, I'm sorry, not the type of team I would have on my hot five. But North Carolina got upset, arguably the biggest upset of the week last week. So I have this in here. Yes, I do have North Carolina blowing Georgia State socks off. Sam Howell did not play good. But that Virginia Tech defense looked great, man. That de- seven points. I mean, that that that, that defense looked great, man. Uh, I I just see Sam Howell, North Carolina, having to come back week. That, that's it. That's it. Uh, Stanford. They are in the Pac-12, and they play a team that I talked about a lot on here. Utah. I think Utah beats Stanford. 
I think Utah goes two and zero. Utah's court, a quarterback played great last season. Not <laughs> yes, but week one he played great. Uh, I like the way he plays. I like the team. Uh, the Pac-12 is my most watched. Con- I mean, I have my eyes on the Pac-12 in college football this season. You got Oregon, who's good enough to be in these big primetime games like Ohio State this week. You got USC, who's going to be in some really big games this season. UCLA, who is my favorite team to watch in all of college football. Uh, one of the best running games in the country and a uh, very underrated quarterback. Uh, you got uh, Utah, Utah. Uh, great team, ranked. Could end even maybe even end up making the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, Washington, who I'm getting ready to bring up. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's let's move on to that. I'm gonna have one upset pick each week. My hot file, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose an upset that I have and put it implement it into my hot five. Is this an upset, man? I don't know. Michigan over Washington. Washington struggled against Montana last week. Unlike teams like Iowa State and North Carolina, I do think that's going to kind of last. I think Washington is going to kind of continue to struggle. They played horrendous against Montana. Uh, The defense played pretty good, but their offense, I mean, one touchdown is just not cutting it. So I have Michigan over Washington for week two of the college football season. I thank you guys for listening today. Go check out the Melodic Blue Baby Keem's new album. It dropped last night at midnight. Very quality, very good album. Go check it out. Loved, I I mean, that Bucks and Cowboys is one of my longest segments, especially off of just one game. That was a long segment. I got, let me see. I got nine bullets of notes, and like half of them are like paragraphs. So uh, definitely enjoy talking about that. But the NFL season, you're going to get a lot more coverage from me for like, if there's a big Sunday game like Chiefs and Browns. You're going to get full coverage from that and Sunday and Monday Night Football. So primetime NFL games, you're going to get a lot of coverage from me and the big games. Like something like, I mean, Panthers and Jets, you wouldn't get that from P&H. The bottom games, you won't get as much as much coverage, but I will definitely talk about it on the show. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for listening and I will see you guys Monday. Peace.